Hola, hola, chicas. Welcome back to Saludable Latina Podcast. This is your host, Lilia Gomez-Ash. I've created this space to promote health awareness within women's health topics, and each episode is made with love and support with the purpose of inspiring and empowering you to motivate one another to live a healthier lifestyle. The information shared on the podcast is not a substitution for medical advice or treatment, and please always remember to follow up with your medical providers for any, for any questions regarding your health. In this week's episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing Historic Essa. And if you don't know her, I have to say she's the modern spiritual Latina who I just came across for getting to know about numerology, astrology. And so before we get started with episode numero 36, I'm going to let you know a little bit about Historic Essa. She is an intuitive content creator, numerologist, and astrologist enthusiast based in Los Angeles. When she's not hosting her podcast or blogging or vlogging, she's spending as much time that she can with her six-year-old Yorkie named Rocco and her husband. I had the pleasure of coming across Extora Essa when I actually listened into the episode with Victoria for the Strategic Social Podcast. And as soon as I heard their episode, I was very much in alignment with that I needed to get in a conversation with her because I had experienced a spiritual path through my spirituality and healing that I needed to get in tune with her to see what it meant, but also to create a space to have this conversation because often at times, people fear to actually have this conversation about numerology and astrology, especially if you come from a strong environmental home where religion and faith is very strong. And to my belief, I am a big believer in my faith and my spirituality journey, but I also believe that people have to be aware that even the Bible has numbers one through seven ten twelve when you read the verses it'll say like psalms one through two twenty three six um so that's all numerology as well as the ten commandments so i believe that god provides certain tools and certain guidances and certain experiences for you to really navigate what does it all mean when it comes to you connecting with your higher power within yourself with your spirituality and your higher power to your relationship to whether it's god or whatever the higher power might be for mine it's always god and when i saw the number two appeared in my personal journey i right away thought wow Number two has to have a significant meaning, not only in my present, but in my past and now my future. So knowing that I had this number appearing to me as well as animal totems, which I have explained in my Instagram stories, the animal totems I have come across with, I think it's a space for you to tap into your spirituality with love and grace and with good intentions and energy. So without further ado, I'm going to have you listen into episode numero 36, and I hope that you get to enjoy this episode as much as I did. Listas? Here we go. Hi Jasmine, how are you doing today? I am so good. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm really so honored and I'm excited. So thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity to be part of your work. Absolutely. When I heard your episode with Victoria, I was like, I need to get her on the podcast because I saw how numerology and wellness all has a well-rounded uh, meaning. Yeah. And also because of my experience, because I kind of sent you a direct message knowing that I wanted to know what this number meant when I went through it, because I remember taking a picture of it and I never really tapped into it. 
And we'll talk about uh, that in a little bit. So Jasmine, yeah. j- just so that people can know a little bit about you, where are you from? Well, I'm born and raised in LA and I am a Cali girl through and through. Went to high school here. I went to college in the Valley at Tucson, Cal State Northridge. Um, I've woo, been woo. in California. Yeah, I know. Woo, woo, alumni. I know there's a lot of Tucson people that I've been coming across lately, and I love it. And so I am born and raised in Cali, and I love it. I'm kind of like Tupac, to live and die in L.A. It's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> so you would never leave California, in other words. The only place I would ever move to would be Hawaii, because oh. that's my spiritual home. But yeah. that, that's about it. You're right. That is a very beautiful place, Hawaii. Who wouldn't want to move to yeah. Hawaii? What do you currently do right now? Because I know when I first heard the episode with Victoria, you do a lot with numerology. And just so people can get a little bit of understanding before we get into the talk, can you explain to people like what you do with numerology and getting a little bit in tune with what it means? Absolutely. So um, previously... Uh, prior to me jumping into my life's purpose because I would really wholeheartedly say that what I'm doing currently with numerology and the esoteric arts is my life's purpose. But prior to that, up until a month ago, I was in corporate America doing a nine-to-five. My professional background is in entertainment marketing and PR, and I finally just was like, this ain't for me anymore. A lot of clear messages from the universe putting me the right way. And so really what I do with numerology and astrology and all the esoteric art is try to spread the message that a lot of what we understand through our intuition and our inner knowing is there, but the esoteric arts like numerology can really help us rediscover our truth, utilize that sort of as like a tool of self-empowerment. And so that's much of what my work revolves around is working with truth seekers and people who are honoring their curiosity to become better in their spiritual growth. That's really, uh, sounds like an amazing journey. So when did you actually begin the journey of really knowing a little bit more on the spiritual side with numerology and astrology? Because, you know, in la comunidad latina, a lot of us are under the perception that that, oh no, that's not within our practice with our spirituality with like Catholicism or Christianity but when you really think about it like I mentioned before when when you read the Bible you have Roman numerals as well as the Ten Commandments right so how would you explain to someone who is in the process of that uh, to try to better understand but what when did your journey began when you started tapping into that curiosity I think that's an amazing question because I think so many of us kind of dibble and dabble with dipping our toes in like I'm curious but then we go back to what we've been conditioned to understand with the negative connotations surrounding this. But for me, I kind of had a unique journey where I grew up in a very, I mean, you know the story at this point, but a very stern Catholic household led by my father. But then my grandmother, my mom's mom is, and this is where my entire lineage comes to this. She's a psychic. She practices palm reading, tarot reading. So growing up, she would kind of, plant the seeds like she would give me crystals for a gift she read my palm when I was nine so she was there kind of like a guiding light reminding me of like you know come back or when you're ready and so all throughout my life I was kind of like this closeted spiritualist where I was buying books on Nostradamus and learning about astrologers of the past and how that played a role into our civilizations in the Mayans and the Aztecs which I mean we're all very much aware a lot of their civilization was built around the stars and the constellations and the calendar system and then I kind of always held that because of fear of 
disappointing, I guess, my parents and fear of what other people would think based off of judgment. So I allowed like a lot of fear-based mentalities to really rule the way I went about my spiritual journey. And then finally in 2015 was like, I had a culmination of a lot of crappy situations in my life happen one after another where I went through a severe breakup with now my husband when we were engaged and then my father had a heart attack. I almost lost him, he had a quadruple bypass surgery. I had really hard falling out with really close people in my life that I had known since I was 15. So I think a lot of that was catalyst for me to kind of awaken myself to my spiritual journey. And that's how I finally was just like, you know what? I'm tired of not living in my truth. So that's when I just started my journey of teaching myself. But then also, it's so funny when they say, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I've been so blessed that life aligned me purposely with a mentor who's really been able to help me navigate this whole realm. She's teaching me everything she's ever learned and she's just been incredibly fostering in my in my um, learnings of esoteric arts because I think she fully believes in me and, and she knows we're adding to the collective together by spreading the, the message and the knowledge. So that's my story. It's really long. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. I think it's really amazing because there was a couple of things that caught my attention when you said there was a linear of things that were happening back to back. You know, the first one was the on and off relationship, then your dad with the triple bypass, and then things that just mm-hmm. kind of kept reoccurring. I kind of feel like that's me right now. The lights went on in the office earlier, and I was just like, okay, what else am I going to go through? <laughs> right, and it's like, it's the universe's way of tapping you on the shoulder and saying, listen, you need to wake up, you need to wake up, and then, you know, you kind of like shove it aside, shove it aside, and then it gets to a point where everything kind of just, comes to a halt in your face and then it's like you have no choice because it really is your time and your soul's evolution to ascend, you know, and to become a better Lilia, a better, you know, me. And so I think that's why these things happen to us so we can ultimately learn the blessings from all of it because there's a lot of blessings we can take away from everything. I know that is so true. So Jasmine, when you were experiencing those back-to-back experiences, was there any number in particular that was occurring to you or appearing to you when you were going through that um, passage with experiences? Absolutely. And I love that you asked that. And I love that you're tapping into that. And that to me, I feel like you're starting to notice that in your own spiritual journey. Um, I really like to share with people that, yes, we see those angel sequences, like 11-11, or whatever, and all that, and those are signs from the universe through numerology, but for me specifically, I was seeing a lot of 9-8-8-8-8-9, and I see that till this day, I see that sequence at least once a day, and I know that the reassurance from my, anger, my angels and my higher self letting me know that I'm on my journey, so I was seeing that a lot, and I looked into it from a numerological standpoint. And that's when I was really able to connect the dots to the meaning behind that message. And that sequence represents the universe calling you to step into a higher sense of purpose to start fulfilling your light working needs. And that's when I knew, okay, I really did come here to start doing good for myself and for the people around me. Wow, that's really an interesting and almost gave me goosebumps just hearing that because I was just thinking of the number that kept reappearing for me. So when this number kept reappearing and when you were learning to kind of like you wanted to tap into that spiritual world, but you didn't want to disappoint your parents, like at what age did you officially launch yourself that you wanted to grow in the spiritual connection that you had? 
Yeah, at 27 years old. And I think that's a significant thing to point out that in astrology, we have this thing that we undergo called Saturn return. And literally the planet Saturn is when his influence comes into play in our lives between the ages of 27, some people all the way up to 31 and 32. And what this is representative of through his influences is to call us to reassess our life. What are we doing that maybe no longer is serving us? And what are we doing to take that leap forward into fulfilling something that is meaningful to us? And in astrology, Saturn's influence is kind of like, they call him the stern father because he instills discipline. And he's there kind of looking at you, pointing the finger and saying, uh 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 Lilia, should you really be doing that? Or you know best, or why aren't you doing this right? And so his influence can be intense for us. And I that happened to me during my Saturday return. And I wanna say, how old are you if you don't mind sharing? I am thirty four, going on thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, so then I think you're really sort sort of like reassessing all the energy that's still coming into play because if we keep ignoring it, it's a pattern that's going to keep coming up for us until we deal with it right <laughs> you're so right because so, I, I was trying to make yeah. sense of like okay what does 34 mean to me and what would 35 bring on for my future and I think what you're saying when you started tuning in when you were 27 is because you were already officially getting signs in the spiritual side right which most people Absolutely. are really good about um saying no 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 it's not even there I'm not going to pay attention to it but you on the other hand you paid attention to it so once you had your attention, what was your next step towards gearing towards it? Yeah, I think that's, that's a good point you brought up. So I started seeing the messages and paying attention at 27, but I didn't act on it until I was 29, girl. Wow. I waited. I was really in this, this stagnant period where I was really confused because I was very indecisive and I didn't know which route to go. It wasn't until I was 29 when I got very clear with my call to action with the universe and asking for guidance, that's when I was able to really kind of go down this direct path to what I wanted to do. And I think that's key to a lot of us in our spiritual journey is we get so overwhelmed. And then it's like, I don't even know what to do. So then we kind of freeze up and then we don't have a like a direct clear sense of, okay, where I should navigate. But that's normal. Like we have to go through that. And so it wasn't until I was 29 when I really fully was just like, you know, uh, balled out, literally like, this is it, I'm doing it. And, you know, if I'm going to lose some friends and family over this, that's completely fine because I know ultimately it's serving a higher good for me. And we really have to worry about, you know this, in every aspect of the word wellness, what's best for us? Our spirituality wellness, our health wellness, right? Our, our interpersonal relationships wellness, like in every sense of the word to embody a full, well-rounded life of health and wealth that should apply to every aspect. And I love that you're highlighting spirituality, especially amongst our community. It's so important we talk about this. Yes, it's really important because in a little bit, I'm going to tap into what happened to me and then what would you make of it as far as being uh, an expert in the spirituality side of things as you've been studying and being able to embody it and embrace it because a lot of people don't embrace it. And I think for me, when this had occurred to me, I started embracing it with my spirituality. But before we get to my experience, how would you describe numerology being part of your wellness? Yeah, I mean, I think... 
much like everything, there's a deeper meaning. There, you know, math and science play such a profound role in all of our lives in every sense of the universe. I'm going to get really philosophical here. Yes, go for it, girl. Um, um, but, you know, every bit of our atom and our DNA is math and science. And so I like to remind people that numerology literally is spirit. It's source energy operating in the frequency of a vibration through a number. And a lot of numbers have different representations and different meanings. And what you brought up earlier, yes, 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 absolutely true. Historically, in religion, not even just in Christianity, but in Hinduism yes. and, you know, ancient civilizations from you know, the Egyptians down to the Mayans and the Aztecs, numbers were the universal first language. You, math is still the universal language. You yes. can talk to someone in China, right? Maybe not understand each other, but if you pull numbers out, everyone knows that, right? And so every first civilization has, to humanity, to man, has no numbers as a language. And I like to really remind people, numbers play a huge, significant role in Catholicism and Christianity. Christianity, like, you know... What do we think of the Holy Trinity, right? Yes. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. There you go. The three vibrations, the Holy Trinity. Three is a spiritual number. Seven, notoriously, historically known as a spiritual number. So it's like a lot of the passages that we read, it's not by chance that they're John 3.16. Like there was thought put into that. I completely agree with what you just said. The power of three, Holy Spirit, Father, and Son, mm -hmm. right? And also, too, mm -hmm. because when we're praying to them, that's energy that we're also trying to captivate, right? So it is part yep. of your well-being and your spiritual energies to really infuse that love and energy that you need to thrive forward. So now I'm going to tap into why I wanted to reach out to you. I recently went through my second miscarriage in April of 2018. It was a really tough time for me because I literally was already three months. I had the baby bump. It was, you know so close to home yet so far because you know they always say yeah. three it's scarce depending because of the number of rates of pregnancy loss that many women go through yeah. so during yeah. my painful time i ended up miscarrying ended up in the er my husband was away on a training in new mexico so i was by myself and then mm. in the er by myself and then he flew back an emergency because he wanted and needed to be by my side course, so course. the very next day he got up and i had a very very hard time for a couple days weeks getting up but the very next day after the er visit i slowly got up and he made me this green smoothie because he knew that i needed to nourish my body with nutrients and yeah. i sat in the couch and you know very very emotional very very angry very a whole lot of everything and he gave me a glass of green smoothie and he said drink this you really need this you need something in your body i said okay mm -hmm. i didn't want to eat anything but i said okay because he was counting the number of um green stuff that he was putting in like celery apples kale yeah um he was counting the number of items he was putting in which back to, back to it again numerology how many items do we feed our bodies that really do for our well-being so after getting this glass of green smoothie, I took one or two sips and I placed the glass down and a number two literally appeared on the glass. How would you interpret the number two being on the glass? Because many people don't know this, but this was my second miscarriage. And yeah. when I looked at the number, I just was like in disbelief. And then I told my husband, come here right now. And I said, look yeah. at the glass. What do you see? And he said a number two. So how would you interpret that who... One, I became more spiritual consciously because my heart was yearning. So how would you interpret that as someone who gets a spiritual sign of number two? 
Well, that's so interesting that you brought that up. I mean, first of all, I want to say, you know, I really want to sympathize for what you went through, and I'm so sorry to hear that, but, you know, everything happens to us, not by chance, but really because of the things we need to undergo and understand, and I think, unfortunately, the second miscarriage was something to catapult you into your spiritual journey. Twos in numerology, twos, sevens, and nines are vibrations of spiritual, of spirit, of spirituality. So to me, the fact that two came up really was instilling a message from your angels or your spirit guides, however you reference them, that's up to you, but instilling the message to you that this was simply something that needed to play out in this incarnation that you had to go through. And it's supposed to help you fulfill from a spiritual standpoint my interpretation of your spiritual knowledge towards love. So have you been seeing twos a lot or are there different two sequences for you, like two, two, twos or just two all the time? Is that a big thing for you? So Number two appears on sometimes by itself, um, never on a sequence, but as a reminder. So I knew when I looked at the number two, I knew that at that time, like God was telling me, you're not alone and that I have two in the kingdom, which to me, like it really brought me like a very emotional state knowing that because my two are not present. I know I have them in the kingdom for a reason, like you said, because I needed to go through this spiritual awakening. Yep. And it was really hard because most people would be like, well, why, you know, like why go through such devastation to awaken that? Mm-hmm. And, and the more I learned in my spiritual journey this past two years has been like, yeah. wow, I become like, well, everything has a higher purpose. Absolutely. And I think just hearing you say that, I can tell intuitively you've tapped into the, rep- the, the meaning of it because aside from it carrying like a vibrational aspect of spirituality two does mean really to keep your faith it it's representative of like whatever's happening whatever you're feeling keep hope because it's going to lead to a positive outcome it's going to lead to you adopting a faith in a higher purpose to keep believing to understand that your angels, your faith, whatever, God is always going to be there for you to get you through this. And you intuitively just said that, like you knew that. So that to me really shows um, how you're tapping into your higher self and how you're becoming more one with your spirituality. And I think like that's profound because not a lot of us can do that, you know? So that's beautiful for you to understand from that point of view. But you knew this all along. (laughs) You really did. And that's the funny part because I took a picture of it and I still have it in my phone. And I remember I wanted to outreach to you because I truly do believe that when one really wants to guide themselves spiritually in connection with faith or in connection to whoever the higher power is, right? Because not everybody's in align with the same higher power, right? But I always say like, when I heard your episode with Victoria, I was like, oh my gosh, like it was a sign telling me I need to get a hold of her because you've already been manifesting and growing into this wellness Mm -hmm. with numerology and I needed to Mm -hmm. get your input because I think it's so important like you to try to have people understand that what you're doing is not a sin. What you're doing is not consider evilness it's more of like how are you going to guide yourself with numerology to really understand 
the wellness of the journey that you need to take. And thank you so much for clarifying that because you just told me two is yeah. a number uh, of love that I have with angels and letting me yep. know and reminding myself that things will be promising. It's just sometimes we go through devastation to understand what that represented in our lives, present, past, Absolutely. and future. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely teaching you that, you know, to call on your faith of your higher self and you've been doing that and you're approaching everything from a very mature aspect of understanding why it's happened. And it takes it takes amount, a huge amount of maturity, a huge amount of spiritual growth and, and unconditional love for self to, for all of us to approach all these situations and how we go about it. And I agree with you in the aspect that numerology very much is in alignment with figuring out how we're all so uniquely and divinely created. Everyone is so special. Everyone is so unique. Everyone is so worthy, you know? Everyone is here for a reason. And I, I it makes me so sad when people think they have nothing to offer, but that's not the case. And numerology and all these esoteric arts help us understand the power within that we create and that we carry from God and from spirit and how we can find our path and how we can make better sense of life. So you're absolutely on point with all of that. And Jasmine, because you mentioned a little bit of astrology too, how do you actually have people understand how numerology and astrology work together? Oh my God, yeah. I think they go hand in hand. They are literally like salt and pepper. They're so important fundamentally for us to understand the complexities of our life because astrology really allows us to understand the influences from the cosmos that each and every single one of us uniquely have through our DNA and the energies we're carrying through that influence. And numerology is also an energy. Like, everything is energy. Everything is energy, right? And so the two of them together allow us to understand the profound energetic frequencies that we carry within to understand what we're capable of doing in this lifetime, to understand all our amazing qualities, all our skills, but yes, also all the shitty stuff we're going to go through, but we're going through all that shitty stuff because we're meant to overcome that and we're capable of overcoming that. We're also strong. We're also strong to get through everything we are presented with in this, in this lifetime. That's a really beautiful. Um, with the amount of energy from astrology and numerology, how would you say it can benefit one individual's well-being? Because we talk about these energy and these fields of energy. How can we focus for an individual to think about numerology and astrology for their well-being and how to, how to be able to encapture that energy so we can kind of balance those flows within our own circulation of our own bodies? How would you have someone practice to to know a little bit more about numerology for their well-being. Yes, and I love that you used the word balance because it's so important for us to apply balance with everything we do, right? Down to our eating habits. Let's not overindulge in the junk food, but it's okay to have a slice of cake here and there. Yes. That same aspect is applicable to the energy we're embodying. It's good to be kind, but at the same time, don't disrespect me, right? Yes. It's good for me, right, exactly. It's good for me to instill my sense of authority, but I also should not use my authority, my power at the expense of other people. Balance, balance, balance. So when it comes to understanding your, your numerology numbers and your astrological influences, what I do in my readings is I really 
share with you, okay, Lilia, you have A, B, C, and D, and this is how you can go with all these energies that you've been operating up until this point. Now you understand all your options, and it's up to you to go and instill that moving forward on how you're going to operate with it. You know, so it's like maybe someone's inclined towards being very powerful, but then we got to be mindful of how stubborn we can be. Right? So understanding our yin and our yang that everyone has, so that way we can make better choices and create a better reality for ourselves. So if people want to get into understanding more about their own numerology and astrology, there are so many free resources online. And I think great websites to start with are tarot.com, T-A-R-O-T.com. They give you free basic um, astrology reports that you can just start on playing knowing like, what's my sun sign? What's my moon sign? All the basics. And then for numerology, there's a great website called numerologist.com. And you can get a free video curated especially to you and your birth date so you can understand the frequencies you're working with. And then from there, if you really want to self-teach yourself, I really tell people, start understanding all the planets. What do the planets mean in their energies? And then understand all the houses in astrology. There's 12 houses. What do they mean? Then apply where your planets fall according to your houses and try and interpret how that's playing um, a role into your life. So anyone can teach themselves this stuff and I think that's the beautiful thing we can all self-enlighten ourselves through numerology and astrology we can ultimately be our own teachers wow I just went like ooh I need a lot of uh, first of all I need to do a one-on-one <laughs> with you <laughs> and I know it's so awesome dude it's profound I know because I do believe when you are able to cross paths with an individual where you know the energies fluctuate, it's because you're crossing the path for a reason. So Jasmine, what's the one number one thing that people ask you about or are curious about like Tessa? um, I was going to call you Tessa right now because it's historic Tessa on on your Instagram, right? Um, Yeah. (laughs) What's the curious question that people ask you that are kind of like, well, I kind of want to know, but I don't want to go against, you know, but like you just said, like, your traditional parents who are like no you better not tap into that because you know that's not going to be healthy spiritually but what's like a curious question that most people will ask you like if they want to know about numerology yeah i think you kind of touched on that lightly and it's so interesting because um on thursday i went i went to um the let them be loose experiment with loose warrior and there were a lot of young women in there who were attending who really wanted to start their journeys and open up their third eye and I come across a lot of individuals who are starting their journey. And that's what I love most because those are the people I want to attract because, you know, that's what I was on my journey. So I want to very much help people who are new onto their journeys. But in that room, a lot of women were talking about, you know, I don't want to get into it because of what I was instilled and all that, blah, blah, blah. And to answer your point, the number one thing I get is, Am I going to tap into negative energies? Am I going to um, talk to evil spirits or the devil? Everyone's naturally inclined towards going to the fear-based aspects. And what I answer is wholeheartedly. What we want to embody, the frequency that we're in, if we want to live in a positive state, in a loving state, then we have to respect fear in the role that it plays, but we have to not operate in fear. So if you're thinking you're going to open up gates and, you know, bring bad things into your life, that's not the case. You're going to have to go through a lot of effort to do that. And, you know, it's like, sure, people can utilize things for bad, but what are your intentions? It always, to me, comes down to intention. So if your intentions are to come into this because you naturally are curious, and I always say, fulfill that curiosity. That is your intuition telling you for a reason, girl, 
look into this. Girl, it's your inner soul awakening you and reminding you of what you already know and telling you, Celia, come back to this. Come back to this. This is going to help you. You know, it's our intuition constantly reminding us of our truth. Tap into that curiosity, but go into it with an intent of, I want to tap into this energy because I want to better understand from a positive aspect who I am aside from this physical person in this, you know, human world. Who is Lilia behind the human vessel? Who is she from a spiritual aspect? So it's all about being mindful of your intention. So if we're living in fear, then we're always going to attract fearful situations, in my humble opinion, you know? That's just like if we're going out every night in the streets and then we're always worried about looking behind my back, like someone's going to, you know, threaten me, is someone going to, you know, hurt me and all that. It's like we have to remove ourselves from that frequency. Otherwise, we're going to keep coming across those situations, you know? I don't think you could have said it any better. You have to come in with a good intention and letting go of fear. Mm -hmm. Because when you instill fear, then you're attracting a certain type of energy that's unwanted, right? So I'm a big believer in that. So thank you so much for for sharing that in that aspect as well. Of course. I was like, you're good. You got good questions. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a a girlfriend conversation, you know, because I think people fear to have a conversation because they're like they think like oh my god maybe i shouldn't be asking the question maybe i'm going against my beliefs maybe maybe i should not have this doubt and fear of what i'm already practicing and i think it's not related to any of that i think if anything like you just said your intention the meaning of who you are and where you're connected is only guiding you to evolve in that space and i think it's very beautiful how you said it has there been a time in your life where you ever had an experience that left you impacted by either a numerology or an astrology sign or message that you got in your life? Well, the short answer is yes, multiple, a lot. Um, And I think that happens more and more when we start to operate from a very a very in tune standpoint within ourselves and within claiming, reclaiming our power and opening ourselves up to the beauty of life and all the synchronicities that we can experience. The more we become more honest with ourselves, with the path we want to be led down in our spiritual evolution, the more we open up space for life and universe to play with us in a beautiful way. Every day I have, and I'm not saying this from like a, a self-righteous standpoint, I'm saying this so that way I can really share like that anyone can experience this, but every day I have so many little synchronistic moments, so many little ones that just remind me like, okay, I'm in tune with the energy that I want to embody. I'm being balanced. I'm in alignment. It could be something as like the other day I was looking up someone's natal chart in a reading and they were an Aries moon sign. So I was going over their Aries moon sign and my husband called me. My husband's an Aries moon. So it's something as simple as that that can be a reminder from the universe of like, you know, you're doing great, your, your energy is being received, you're in tune and all that. But as far as like a big significant one for me was truly in terms of numerology, it had to deal with me understanding my life path number. And I don't know if you're familiar with that. Are you? No, I'm not familiar with that. Can you maybe briefly explain to us a little bit what that means? Yeah, I'll give you a quick, quick, quick explanation. So everyone has a life path number. Everyone's born with it. It's simply adding up your birth date and then it comes up between a number of one through nine. If your sum ends up being like a 34, 
then you're a seven, right? If you're a 56, then you're an 11. So when I discovered my life path number back in 2013 and I started looking into the meaning behind all of that, that really for me was confirmation that what I've known all along internally is what I should be pursuing in this lifetime. Now, the point it got, the point that it took me from 2013 up until 2017 to actually fulfill that was my own personal journey and the things I had to go through to finally accept it, right? But I think when people want to start off with their life path numbers, I think that's such a profound way of understanding all that you are and all that you're capable of capable of and for me that was really a catalyst in my own spiritual journey to understand um okay you know what it's real and i gotta do it and this is what i'm meant to do it's really a sense of reassurance wow that's really that's really a great profound way of explaining that that past life because i think people often uh, people say this randomly too oh in my past life i would have liked to have done this or or experienced this <laughs> and i think we don't know that sometimes our past life is our present life sometimes which yeah. is the ironic part right um so we'll definitely have to like i definitely have to get on a one-on-one with you to to go into like a real in-depth and then maybe do another podcast episode about past life and what it means oh yeah yes. girl i would love that because just really quickly, I've been doing a lot of my own personal research with all the connections through the readings I'm doing and then the, the, the readings I'm actually performing on people and the stuff I'm coming across. And past life and incarnations are just so real and it gives us a better understanding of all the stuff we're coming into this lifetime with that we need to fulfill. So I would love to have a discussion on that. I don't think anyone's talking about that right now. And I think it's great to open up that door. Again, it's going to be very, um, a little out there for some people, but we have to start the conversation somehow, some way, right? Yeah, I honestly do believe that. And I honestly do believe that maybe your higher power put you in this path for a bigger purpose because there are so many people who are going through something and trying to mm-hmm. make a meaning out of it and numbers are involved and astrology is involved and so is their faith. So I think you having this platform can give sometimes that guidance for people to be not afraid and not have fear, but to tap into that to see what it means to them spiritually. So I really do thank you for the opportunity to jump on a podcast today. Thank you so much. And if I could just add something to that really quickly, what you just said, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to really come off as preachy, but for a long time, I went through a lot of, like, anxiety and depression because of so much and a lot of, like, the karma that I've had to pay off in this lifetime. And during my personal journey of understanding numerology and astrology, I really had a better sense of making sense of all the stuff that's played out in my life and how that's really played a role in why I'm here and what I need to do and what I've learned from it all. So I think it's, I hear you, like, at one point, you know, I was very much depressed, I was lost, I was confused, I had so much anxiety, and that's a lot of the reason why it took me so long to fulfill my journey. And so I really sympathize for people out there. A lot of the people I come across were me at one point, and I think that's so beautiful because... I want to help people in a system. We all can. You do too, right? This is why we're having this conversation. Yes. And the more we talk about it, the more we can become a support system for each other by not having any shame or guilt and all the stuff that we have gone through. And just like for you sharing your personal experience with your two miscarriages, I thank you so much for sharing that, like not just with me, but everyone who's listening today because you've opened up that door for other young women or men who've experienced that in their personal life 
to not feel ashamed or guilt around that, especially in our culture. So I just want to say thank you for that and thank you for this opportunity. It was so much fun and I'm so honored to have this opportunity with you. Not at all. The pleasure was all mine. And thank you so much for opening up and explaining that you were also once experiencing depression, anxiety, and fear. Because mm -hmm. como Latinas, I think that a lot of the times we're raised with calladita, porque así te miras más mm -hmm. mejor. And we're breaking mm -hmm. those barriers to saying, hey, if you're going through this stagnant impact in your life, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But don't stay there too long. And that's what I've learned in my mm -hmm. spiritual growth is to, to allow myself to experience all all of those emotions but to not stay in that place of stagnant because it can become very dark and if yeah. you allow that darkness to overcome you then you stay in that feel in that aura of negative energy and you never want to do that for yourself not for your spiritual well-being and i think that's why numerology and astrology faith and energy your body is all connected to this universe and we need to yeah. learn to guide people and i think you're doing that in your own journey because you went through it and that's the most beautiful part yeah. is having individuals that personally know from an individual perspective because we're not just saying bulala esto y esto verdad it's like no we went yeah. through this and now we're here to guide you because there's so much needed space for it if people had questions for you where can they find you on social media yeah and um thank you so much for that and feel free to hit me up on instagram at esoteric underscore essa it's e-s-o-t-e-r-i-c the underscore essa i have a youtube channel under the same name and then i have a blog like just with personal accounts of like my own spiritual journey if you want to read up on that and then i have my own podcast which i'm gonna hopefully be bringing you on board soon when we can find time because you're so busy but even if you want to just chat about something we don't even have to book a reading like i'm always i tell people hit me up dm me like I'm always down to point you to point you into a free re like a, a free resource, so that way you can you know dip your toes on your own comfort level, right? And we don't have to jump into a reading. You could just start learning on your own and see how you feel and honor that curiosity. So there you go. You can find me on social. <laughs> that is very beautiful. Like knowing that people can reach out to you, so they can reach out to their curiosity, and then once they feel mm -hmm. confident in their heart and in their energy, then that's how they can connect it with you because then you can let them know and guide them okay now that you're here let's guide you through seeing what it all means to you as an individual if people had questions where can they email you jasmine oh yes um you can email me at soulimanati at gmail so it's s-o-u-l-i-m-i-n-a-t-i at gmail.com <laughs> And no worries, don't, uh, we'll definitely be adding the links um, to the podcast episode. And once again, thank you so much for allowing the time. I know you're in L.A. and I'm all the way in San Diego. And someday I will be in L.A. and I hope to meet up with you, even if you want to do a live with me, because I think it'll be a really great experience to, for people to view that, you know, you don't have to be this high spiritual person in order for you to tap into this space because that's another thing too people think that you have to be like this person of high spirituality to get there but you have you could be a regular person and have that curiosity Absolutely. so i think you Absolutely. So i thank you so much for allowing the opportunity and i hope that you're able to recover from your cold make sure you 
y grabar a verduritas and sopitas and stay well hydrated um, and then once again if you want to look her up she will be on her instagram account and she shared her email which i will be linking up to the podcast episode and if you have any further questions you can also email me at lasaludablelatina@gmail.com. once again gracias jasmine y las vemos a la próxima vez gracias